Hello and welcome to the program UFO Warning. In this episode, we're talking about the Lizard Man of Lee County. That's correct, the Lizard Man of Lee County. Now, in the local folklore of Lee County, South Carolina, there exists a tale of the Lizard Man of Skateboard Swamp, also known as the Lizard Man of Lee County. Now, purportedly, this creature inhabits the swampland in the region. It was first brought to the public attention in the late 1980s. The reported sightings and associated damages linked to this alleged entity garnered substantial coverage across newspapers, radio, and television. And Professor Joseph P. Laycock specializes in religious studies, and he's characterized the resulting media attention and the subsequent development of a cult following of this and similar claims as a discernible chain of events. A strange sighting, media attention, more sightings, followed by visits from curious tourists and monster hunters. Meanwhile, researcher Ben Radford acknowledges the compelling nature of the story, but raises skepticism about several crucial aspects. According to Radford, these aspects do not withstand thorough skeptical scrutiny. Either way, it's a good story. Now, on July 14, 1988, the Lee County Sheriff's Office responded to a report of a car that had been damaged overnight in Browntown, located outside Bishopville, South Carolina, on the outskirts of the Skateboard Swamp. The vehicle reportedly exhibited tooth marks, scratches, and had hair and muddy footprints present. Sheriff Liston Truesdale highlighted that this incident marked the beginning of a series of claims that eventually coalesced into a narrative involving a lizard man in the swamp. In response to the report of vehicle damage, Christopher Davis, a 17-year-old local, came forward to the sheriff, asserting that his car had been damaged by a creature he described as green, wet-like, about 7 foot tall, and had three fingers, red eyes, skin like a lizard, snake and snake-like scales, two weeks prior. According to Davis, he encountered the creature while driving home from a night shift at a fast-food restaurant where it approached him after he fixed a flat tire. Davis claimed to have nearly escaped the creature by applying his brakes, causing it to roll off the car. Subsequent media coverage elevated the attention given to his claims, with local businesses capitalizing on the trend by selling Lizard Man t-shirts and the local Chamber of Commerce endorsing the media attention as beneficial for the community. The heightened newspaper and media coverage led to an influx of reported sightings, turning the area into a tourist attraction for both visitors and hunters. Local radio station WCOS even offered a million-dollar reward for capturing the creature alive. On August 5th, Kenneth Orr, an airman stationed at Shaw Air Force Base, filed a police report claiming to have encountered the lizard man on Highway 15 and having shot and wounded it. Or later recanted his account, admitting to a hoax to maintain interest in the lizard man stories. And that's the unfortunate thing. You you have these things happen, and then you always have some someone come in and try to muddy the waters, it seems like. Sightings of the creature gradually declined by the end of the summer, with local law enforcement speculating that the reports were likely attributed to bear sightings. In 2008, CNN featured the lizard man legend in a story about a couple in Bishopville, reporting vehicle damage, including blood traces, which were later identified as coming from a domestic dog. In 2015, local television station WCIV presented photos and videos purported to be of the Lizard Man, allegedly taken by Jim Wilson and other unidentified individuals. In August 2017, 
the South Carolina Emergency Management Division tweeted humorously about possible paranormal activity during a solar eclipse, suggesting that residents of Lee and Sumter counties should remain vigilant for lizard man sightings. It just seems like anytime you have a sighting of one of these things, we have a lot less uh, really open-minded investigation done you know, with critical analysis than we do of people just kind of piling on and trying to make a joke of it. Still, a really cool story. Now, I want to look at a couple of these news articles. Now, this first article comes to us from charlestoncity.com. It says, Four Things You Should Know About the Lizard Man, written by Paul Bowers, dated August 4th, 2015. It's got a picture of some pretty unique-looking lizard footprints here. Someone's done it in a plaster cast. It says, Ever since ABC News 4 published a hilariously grainy photo of the mythical South Carolina monster Sunday afternoon, followed by an extremely zoomed-out video of something moving in the woods, the Internet hasn't been able to stop talking about the possibility that a Bigfoot-style southern swamp beast is walking among us here in the Palmetto State. What or who is the lizard man, and why does he hold our interest more than two and a half decades after his disappearance? Here's the primer. Now, it seems like, you know, you have these uh, sightings sometimes that seem pretty solid. And then years later, you'll have people come along and try to do hoaxes or try to imitate it. So you have to be careful of that. Anyway, it says the Lizard Man is at least 27 years old. The first known sighting of the Lizard Man took place around 2 a.m. on July 29, 1988, near a swamp in Lee County, South Carolina. Christopher Davis, a 17-year-old, told authorities he was driving home working a night shift at McDonald's when his 76 Celica blew a flat tire on Browntown Road about a mile past the Scape Ore Bridge, and he pulled over to put on a spare. As he was placing his tools back in the trunk after changing the tire, he said he saw something move toward him from the tree line. In an interview with the item, he described the creature as green, wet-like, about seven feet tall, and had three fingers with two glowing red eyes. Wouldn't that be something to run into in the middle of the night out there? Here's how Davis described the encounter to the Houston Chronicle after the story had gained national attention. I ran into the car, and as I locked it, the thing grabbed the door handle. I could see him from the neck down. The three big fingers, long black nails, and green rough skin. It was strong and angry. I looked in my mirror and saw a blur of green running. I could see his toes, and then he jumped on the roof of my car. I thought I heard a grunt, and then I could see his fingers through the front windshield where they curled around the roof. I sped up and swerved to shake the creature off. Christopher Davis isn't around to tell the tale anymore. He was murdered in his home in 2009. In his seminal 2013 cryptozoological book, Lizard Man, the True Story of the Bishopville Monster, author Lyle Blackburn mentions that a few other Lizard Man witnesses have died of unnatural causes, establishing what he calls a peculiar pattern of death surrounding anyone who had seen the Lizard Man. Sounds like that thing that was called wet weather, possibly, where people that knew too much were just eliminated, or it could just be strange uh, coincidental circumstances, I suppose. It says he's a biter. Davis only came forward with his story after the Lee County Sheriff's Office started investigating a mysteriously damaged car in the rural Browntown community on the outskirts of Bishopville.
Blackburn describes the incident in The Lizard Man Cometh, the opening chapter of his book. A family by the name of Way reported that their 1985 Ford LTD had been mauled during the night while they slept. The vehicle, which had been parked under an open metal carport, had suffered extensive damage to the molding, sidewalls, and hood. It would have seemed like the work of a vandal, but hair and footprints found on the car led them to believe some kind of animal might have been responsible. But what kind of animal would sink its claws and teeth into the metal skin of a car? The hair fibers were determined to have come from a red fox, and a biologist said that the footprints on the car could have come from a black bear, not an uncommon sight in the nearby swamp. Still, why would a wild animal attack a car Moby Dick style? The rumor started flying about a monster on the loose, and after Davis gave his account, other witnesses started telling their stories. Before this week's newly surfaced photograph, lizard man sightings had been reported as recently as 2011 in Bishopsville and surrounding communities. Here's a short SCETV documentary. It says, now I'll go ahead and I'll post a link there at the Ko-Fi site. You can take a look at that. It goes on, it says, for a brief time in 1988, Bishopville became world famous and, of course, people capitalized on it. Christopher Davis signed autographs and answered questions at the makeshift Lizard Man Information Center inside Bishopsville's Cotland Restaurant, according to Blackburn. Lizard Man t-shirts and hats became hot sellers as far away as Myrtle Beach. The county started hosting a Lizard Man 5K race, and at least three songs were written about the Lizard Man. The string of sightings proved to be a small economic boon in Bishopville, and some locals have called for a statue to be erected for the creature. And then there's the SCC Cotton Museum, a Bishopville institution that includes an exhibit to this day about the legend of the Lizard Man. Executive Director Jason Cock reached out, reached by phone today, says interest has picked up since the latest sighting. Quote, oh, there's always interest anytime they show anything about the Lizard Man. People call, people want the t-shirts and all that. So we're happy to supply your fantasy, Cock said. Wait, so it's just a fantasy? You have to come here and find out for yourself, Cock said. What you have to understand is even back to the dinosaur age, there was a lizard-looking creature that stood on its hind legs like the lizard man is described. The Native Americans talked about men with tails that came to live with them. So the stories have been going on for centuries. Makes you wonder, doesn't it? Well, you know, it's weird how a lot of this paranormal stuff does kind of overlap with uh, Native American uh, tradition and lore. The article goes on and says, In August 1988, Kenneth Orr, an airman stationed at Shaw Air Force Base near Bishopville, told Lee County Sheriff Liston Truesdale that he had crossed paths with the lizard man while driving to the base at 6 a.m. He said he fired a warning shot with his revolver before shooting and wounding the creature. The state picked up the story with the tabloid worthy front page headline, Florence Man Says He Wounded Lizard Man. According to the newspaper reports at the time, Orr drew a sketch of the creature and presented some blood and scales that were on the road that were on the hood of his vehicles as evidence. But the sketch looked suspiciously like the one that was being sold on t-shirts in town, and the scales appeared to come from a fish. There was one other problem with the story. Orr eventually admitted he had perpetrated a hoax and was charged with a misdemeanor count of filing a false report, according to newspaper reports. In a signed statement to the sheriff's office that was reprinted in Blackman's book, War wrote, I made the report just to keep the legend of the lizard man alive. 
some people do crazy things sometimes. There is, of course, little evidence to prove the existence of Lizard Man and plenty of evidence to suggest otherwise, starting with the latest fact that the latest sighting appears to be of a man in a rubberized costume. This is one of these things that just seems like a parallel narrative to me. I mean, uh, the young man makes this report clear back in the 80s. And then here we are, you know, 35 years later or something, 30 years later when this is written. And we have this picture and it looks to me like obviously somebody in a costume. And they're, it's almost like they're using um, these people joking around and having fun with this thing as a way to denigrate and and devalue uh, the report by this original eyewitness. Kind of like what happened with Roswell. You know, we have someone come forward and say, yeah, we had this crashed spaceship or multiple ships. There were bodies. And then, you know, uh, you come along in the 90s under Bill Clinton, I believe it was, when they came out and said it was some sort of crash test dummy or secret project. And then even after that, I believe it was like in the mid-2000s, uh, 10, 2012 area, they came out with a, with another parallel narrative. They just don't quit. Then the article kind of finishes up with a little more of a of a debunking quote here from uh, this fellow, Kenneth Hoare, uh, talking about how people are basically trying to just pursue religious belief through the paranormal. You see that in a lot of these articles. They do report some of the facts, and then they spend the rest of the article talking about why it couldn't possibly be, be true. Uh, they spend some parallel narratives, usually from the hoaxers. But I think the important thing about this is it's just the detailed interview this young man gave, you know, clear back here in the in the mid-80s, it looks like. This next article is from WYFF4.com. says, People still talking about South Carolina's weirdest legend. Festival held three decades later. Man who first reported lizard man attack in 1988 was gunned down in 2009. This is written by Carla Field. Yeah, the story has a very strange twist. I mean, this young guy reports this encounter that he had. It seems like he was very sincere about it. It's had a big impact on the community. People just haven't let it go. And then he ends up getting killed, what, like a little over, what, 20 years later. It says, uh, Greenville, South Carolina, over the weekend, a festival was held commemorating one of the weirdest events ever recorded in South Carolina history and one about which some people love to debate. Now, this article here is dated June 3rd, 2019, so it's a little more recent. The second annual Lizard Man Festival was held at the Cotton Museum in Bishopville, May 31st to June 2nd. The festival included panel discussion about Lizard Man and related paranormal topics on Saturday and tours of Lizard Man Trail, important Lizard Man locations, including the Escape or Swamp on Sunday. It says sometime in either June or July 1988, depending on the source, Christopher Davis, then 17, reported encountering a creature that quickly became known as the Lizard Man of Scape or Swamp. A newspaper article said Davis was attacked by a seven-foot lizard-type creature while he was changing a flat tire. The article quoted Davis saying, He said its searing eyes, three-clawed fingers, and snake-like scales made him initially believe he was under siege by the devil himself. The same article said two men told Lee County deputies they had been chased by a similar creature while they were getting water out of a spring two weeks before. The article said the mystery has fed on rumors which have multiplied since Tom and Mary Way's car was mauled last Thursday while they slept. Their forged torn molding and dented sidewalls, broken hood ornament, along with red hairs and footprints, 
left behind indicates some kind of animal was responsible. A report in 2009 said in the summer of 1988, 12 more people claimed to see the lizard man escape or swamp. Some people were chased by the creature and others were slowly being followed until the creature was spotted and ran away. There were also more reports of mutilated cars. On July 24th, four teenagers on a double date saw a massive looking thing run across the road about 20 feet in front of them. Shortly after receiving this initial report, the police received several more reports of howling and screeching coming from the area. Officers were dispatched to the area and discovered three 40-gallon cardboard drums smashed and scattered all over the road. Several trees also had their tops torn off about eight feet off the ground. There were also more three-toed footprints measuring 14 inches long by 7 inches wide that followed a trail almost 900 feet into the swamp itself. It'd be a lot of work to go to if you were faking one of these sightings and the fact that these trees had their tops torn off. So you see when we get into this different article here, we have a lot more focus on the sightings themselves. There are multiple sightings, multiple encounters, and physical evidence left behind. I think that's why it's so important when you're looking at this stuff, you really have to look at it from more than one perspective. Authorities never figured out what led to the reports, but the legend has lived on, seemingly taking on a life of its own as years passed. Well, maybe what led to the reports was people actually saw this thing. Numerous magazine and newspaper articles have been written about the legend. Several books have been written about Lizard Man, including one by Texas writer and cryptozoology researcher Lyle Blackburn titled Lizard Man, The True Story of the Bishop Bill Monster. Davis, the original Lizard Man victim, was back in the news in 2009, unfortunately because he was gunned down in his home when he was 37. Lakeem DeVar Butler, 19, and Angori Santrell Slater, 22, were charged with murder in Davis's death. During the total eclipse of 2017, South Carolina Emergency Management tweeted a map of possible lizard man sightings from 1980 to 2001, overlaid on the path of the eclipse with the tongue-in-cheek warning. This historical map is in response to recent media reports about possible paranormal activity associated with the upcoming total solar eclipse. SCEMD does not know if lizard men become more active during a solar eclipse, but we advise that residents of Lee and Sumter counties remain ever vigilant. You have to wonder, why is it so important for these guys to taunt people with stuff like this? They have the time to create this uh, silly little uh, lizard man sightings map. It just as a way to, I suppose, taunt the people that pay their wages. Anyway, really cool story, I think. A sad ending for the guy that saw it. It kind of, this whole lizard man thing, though, it speaks to a lot of different aspects of the UFO phenomena. You know, other people have talked about these reptilian aliens that have abducted them or they've had encounters with. And so I think it deserves some serious study. The fact that I like about this article is that they talk about these uh, these eight-foot-tall trees having their tops snapped off, something that you would think of would happen with Bigfoot, where the creature gets kind of annoyed or enraged and starts, you know, just tearing the living daylights out of trees and stuff. And also the fact that the tracks went 900 feet back into the swamp. Now, you know, I don't live in South Carolina, but that seems like, quite a lot of work to go to walking back into that swamp making these tracks just to uh, do a hoax on someone 
the fact that we had lots of people reporting this thing, you know, right around the same area, it, you could say, well, mass hysteria, but you know, people took the time. We had the we had the vehicles that were damaged. They claim it was possibly a bear or something. Pretty weird that you didn't have that going on before the sighting of the lizard man. Until next time, this is UFO Warning. Over and out. Thank <music> you.